Hello and welcome to another episode of the Redesigned Podcast. It's Andrew, aka Mr. Kate Box, back in the building. What are we on now? Episode 26. Yeah, episode 26. Thanks to everyone that's been sending messages of support for the last episode, congratulating me on episode 25, quarter of a century. Many, many to go, hopefully. Actually, I'll speak that into existence. There's going to be many, many more. We're going to bust through 100 and more after that as well. So I'm putting, I'm speaking it into existence. Amen. Say amen. All right, let's crack on. Yeah, um, before I crack on, I've got to do the intro because last week I was rambling for a good two or three minutes before we played the intro music. So let's do that right now. Are you sure you can blame it on social media? Flexing is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. All right, so we're back on the other side. Thank you for joining me again. If you want to get involved in the conversation, make sure you use the hashtag on Twitter, which is redesigned pod, all one word. So that's redesigned pod, all one word, on the good old Twitter. And also, if you want to follow me or interact with me on the socials, I'm most active on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Andrew underscore CBX. All right, let's get cracking. What are we talking about this week? Tesla. Wow. I keep talking about automated cars, self-driving cars, but um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this this week. But um, yeah, they're ordering their own car parts. What's that? Say what? They're ordering their own car parts. So imagine having a car that knows that its brake pads are wearing thin so it just goes and orders some new ones. It orders itself some new ones online and then it comes to your door. Yeah, that's really what is uh, what we're heading towards in this new digital economy. Um, so a report from teslarati.com uh, says Tesla cars can now order parts for itself when in need of service repair. Um, the article goes on to say Tesla has improved its electric cars ownership experience once more. As recently reported by a Model 3 owner, Tesla's vehicles now have the capability to self-diagnose issues and automatically pre-order replacement parts. Wow. Um, that's kind of mad still. If that was me, I wouldn't have my debit card tethered to um tethered to the uh, tesla account in case it gets any funny ideas and starts ordering cam belts and all kinds of shit uh, listen i service my car when i'm ready listen my orange light is my service light is on right now i just haven't had the time service light is on right now i'll do that when i'm ready imagine the cars ordering you ordering you air filter brake pads listen listen bruv like when i'm ready i will take it to the garage uh, what else? What else has gone on this week? Binance gets hacked for over 7,000 Bitcoin. 
In an announcement made by Binance, they claim that the hackers who ran a very sophisticated hack made off with over $40 million and a whole bunch of passwords and 2FAs. You know, we, we've got to understand in the fiat world, there's 3,000 plus bank robberies that happened in 2018, right? So there's over eight bank robberies every single day uh, just in the United States. There's going to be bad actors who do bad things in these industries, and all we have to keep in mind is that um, this stuff happens, but it will pass, and, and we'll get through this as an industry. Well, last week, actually, we talked about Bitcoin and crypto. The exchange, Binance, was hacked. And um, I'm not going to lie to you, I was sweating because I've actually got money on that account as well. So Binance, this is a, um, according to News BTC, one of the cryptocurrency news blogs. Um, Binance, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges by trading volume and one of the most trusted and respected names throughout the industry, is now among the largest cryptocurrency exchange hacks to ever hit the crypto industry since the inception of Bitcoin. So in the security breach, as Binance is referring to it as, resulted in 7,000 Bitcoins being stolen from the exchange using advanced methods that help the hackers remain undetected. The stolen Bitcoin at today's prices brings the total loss at the hands of hackers to roughly $41 million, an amount Binance will be able to recoup immediately in just 47 days, according to one crypto analyst. So... 7,000 Bitcoin stolen from the exchange. So a cryptocurrency exchange or a digital currency exchange is a business that allows customers to trade cryptocurrencies or digital currencies for other assets, such as conventional fiat money or other digital currencies. So that's according to Wikipedia. So an exchange is a place where, let's say, for example, I send some Bitcoin to it. I can go and exchange that Bitcoin for something else. Let's say, for example, Ripple or Ethereum or Litecoin, one of the other crypto assets that you've probably heard of. Um, you can use that um, platform to actually change one uh, cryptocurrency um, to another. So that's what an exchange is. So Binance, one of the most popular ones, one of the most user friendly exchanges out there which allow you to buy things like ripple cardano i'm probably losing some of you who are not so familiar with cryptocurrency but it's one of the main exchanges it's almost like if you had cryptocurrency exchanges and they were like tv channels coinbase would be like bbc one and binance would be like channel four it's one of the big well-known exchanges so imagine they got hacked for like 41 million dollars that's mind-blowing um but the mad thing is because of that hack, obviously, um, to protect users, they stopped trading and they stopped withdrawal. So which means like at the moment, I can't actually withdraw my money from there, which is a bit mad. But I'm sure everything will be will work out fine. They look like a solid exchange. And the uh, thing with me is I always like to diversify. I don't always put all my eggs into one basket and I don't invest more than I can afford to lose. So um it's still a bit worrying because potentially it could be a big bag in there, especially with what I'm invested in and the way the price is going. It might be a bit of a madness by the end of 2019. Um, it could go to all time highs or even exceed all time highs that we saw in 2017 with the crypto bubble and the mania that went on. So boy, where's crypto Jeff when you need him? I'm going to try and get crypto Jeff on the podcast. Um, shout out to crypto Jeff definitely one of the people on the timeline that i follow who really know their stuff when it comes to cryptocurrency and bitcoin um i'm gonna try and get them on the show we've already spoken we're gonna try and make that happen so yeah um 
it's not looking good for Binance. But, you know, the price of Bitcoin hasn't actually gone down. It doesn't seem to be too much trouble going on in the marketplace. Um, so anyway, moving on. Uh, speaking of crypto, my Coinbase card arrived in the post. I was gassed. So that allows me to finally spend my crypto on a debit card. So it's a contactless card um, and it's all hooked up to an app in my phone. So basically, let's say, for example, if I invest in some obscure currency that nobody's heard of, yeah? So let's say, for example, I put in £100 and that £100 turns into, I don't know, let's just let's just dream a little. Let's dream. Let's, let's have some fun because it is possible. Let's say that £100 turned into £100,000, which is possible because if you invest in something very, very early stage when it's worth like literally fractions of a penny, if that goes to 1p, you've, you can literally, you can potentially 1,000x your money. And let me explain it to you. So, for example, if a currency, which is very, it's very usual for smaller cryptocurrencies that not too many people know about, if it's uh if the currency is worth 0.001 pence yeah so like a thousandth of a penny if it's worth that and you put a hundred pounds down right if that currency goes from 0.001 p to 1p that's a thousand x let me just make sure i'm not waffling because let me just use my calculator don't let me embarrass myself here so um let's do let's do the math backwards so um one penny 0.01 divide that by 0.001 okay i'm gassed that's that's 10x but you get the point all right it's 10x you can 10x your money so let's say for example you put 100 pounds in you'll get a thousand pounds out all right so that's really possible so let's say you do that and your your um your money blows up rather than having to transfer that money into um bitcoin and then send it to your account and then do all of that stuff where you could probably lose your money in fees if it's already on your coinbase account you can spend it directly on that debit card so you don't need to worry about sending it to your bank account and all of that stuff because it could get a bit tricky it could get a bit sticky because if the bank's now asking you where did you get the money from or let's say for example they put commission on it or they charge you to receive the money it can be a bit long for you so yeah this is definitely a step in the right direction of mass adoption so when everyone starts using and spending crypto on their debit cards that is going to be the game changer in terms of like crypto is just going to be normal for everyone Okay, so that's it in terms of news for this week, this past week. So let's get into this week's main feature. All right, so this week we're talking about the F8 Summit. That happened last week. So what is F8? The F8 Summit is Facebook's annual conference held by um, Facebook and all the associated businesses like Instagram, WhatsApp and so on. And they hold this event in Silicon Valley. 
let's say for example they were to introduce a new app or if they were to introduce a new feature on the app or if they're taking something away or a redesign or whichever that's what they that's what they discuss primarily at these events so um i don't know about you i've been thinking about facebook i've been thinking that it's pretty much redundant i don't know about you i know a lot of people that have deactivated their facebook accounts no one really talks about facebook that much i'm not saying facebook is dead but a lot of people kind of like abandon it in favor of like instagram twitter um you know so it's interesting to see what they're coming up with and what they're actually going to do because to be honest with you without facebook you know facebook was the original social media platform that caused mass adoption i know a lot of people were on myspace and then other things like um other social media platforms like facepick and all of that stuff yeah people were around on social media back then but i don't think anything created the tipping point as much as facebook did facebook created that tipping point where everyone like knew what social media actually was so this uh, past week mark zuckerberg did a keynote revealing multiple plans for redesigning facebook and its other products including instagram whatsapp um, a couple of things that you may or may not know about such as spark ar which is an augmented reality development tool and also oculus the virtual reality gaming and entertainment headset boy we're really living in the future isn't it um so at this summit a lot of the stuff that Mark Zuckerberg pointed to shows that what they're really focusing on now is privacy, community and friends. So Facebook has in the last few years, I say the last four or five years, has been destroyed by marketers. So even the ads like Facebook at one point was just bombarded with ads, you know, and um, Facebook, are you know, taking action because a lot of people have left the platform in droves even a lot of people have left in uh, facebook because they're tired of the way you know facebook is it's like it's getting a bit stale there was a lot of adverts there were a lot of um it's just an aging social network you know so i mean in recent times facebook has been in my opinion um one of the most forgotten about social platforms of all the ones I've been signed up to so far. Um, and they know it. So that's probably why they've invested so much of their resources into implementing these new changes to keep them relevant. But what you have to remember is that when people leave a platform in droves, it makes it much less attractive to advertisers. So in turn, that what does that do? It hits their profits. So the less profitable the company becomes, so the less profitable Facebook becomes, the less investment they get. So you've got to keep the advertisers and the shareholders happy. Do you know what I mean? So um, if you log into Facebook from your phone, you'll notice there's been a redesign and the feed looks completely different. There's definitely more emphasis on groups and stories. And as I mentioned before about the whole advertising thing and also the timeline, the timeline is of less importance now and community driven participation is favored a lot more which brings me to the first areas of focus with facebook right now community and privacy there is a community for everyone so we've been working on a major evolution to redesign the the facebook app to make communities as central as friends so in a world where we communicate digitally almost as much as we do in the real world it can definitely be easy to lose touch with people and you kind of 
end up lacking real connection with people right so one thing facebook has always been good at in my opinion is facilitating engaged online communities focused on a common interest or need so for example health support groups for people with specific health conditions or disabilities um or people who are interested in specific topics you know like i don't know construction or um like electronics or building um like remote control cars and stuff you only really kind of find those niche communities in either like big website forums or facebook groups i think facebook groups have actually replaced website forums um but anyway so about the platform itself it's definitely aged up your auntie or even your granddad is definitely on there but perhaps we'll start paying more attention if facebook can successfully execute on their plans um and i think we're all tired to be fair i think we're experiencing a little bit of social media fatigue um we've signed up to everything that's come out we've had facebook twitter instagram linkedin pinterest um at one point oh yeah snapchat and then there was another one that came out i can't remember what it's called um was it vine then there was periscope and then facebook bought um no was it periscope yeah twitter bought periscope which was actually a copy of meerkat there's all these different social media platforms coming out but anyway we digress but i think we're just fatigued right now and facebook is like let's be real a lot of people are sleeping on facebook even myself included i've only really just started to like go back to go and see what was going on because i realized that they'd redesigned it and also facebook stories seem to be picking up so it's like hmm might be some opportunity over there and it's kind of my job to know what kind of stuff is going on on all these different platforms but uh yeah community one of the things that they're focusing on is definitely something that facebook are championing right now studies have shown that people are more inclined to share on stories as opposed to main feed because of the impermanence meaning it disappears after a certain period of time so you know facebook are focusing on groups and instagram not instagram stories but facebook stories so if you go to facebook right now if you look at it on the app on your phone the first thing you're going to see is groups and stories so they're not prioritizing the timeline it's not that type of party anymore um also what are they doing what are they doing they're working on facebook messenger so let's cut to a little snippet from the summit highlighting some of their plans we plan to make messenger the fastest private communication app on the entire planet. The future is private. So we have begun the journey to make end Messenger end-to-end -end encrypted by default. For the first time, we are building the ability for Messenger users to be able to call and message not just their friends on Facebook, but their close friends and family on Instagram and on WhatsApp. Messenger is going to be building a social network for your closest friends and family. Specifically, we will turn the second tab inside of Messenger into a dedicated place completely organized around the people you care about most in your life. Here, you'll be able to do things like share status, view stories, and even reminisce about your favorite memories together. We're also going to be announcing a new experience for people to watch videos together directly inside of Messenger. And finally, something I am personally very excited about, we're going to allow all of this on every surface, in every country, 
with the introduction of our brand new Messenger desktop app. All right, so let's talk about Facebook Messenger. They're talking about privacy being one of the things that they're going to be focusing on. So they're going to have end-to-end encryption. So that means that not even Facebook will see your messages, only law enforcement, I guess. Which is kind of a good thing because obviously you want, you know, public safety and security is, is important. You don't want terrorists or pedophiles exchanging images or doing any madnesses on there. Um, you have to actually, there has to be some sort of trade-off. Yes, we want security and privacy um, for us decent citizens, but also we want the ability for law enforcement to intercept certain messages if 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 people are doing disgusting stuff on there so yeah i i agree with you zucks i agree with you on that um what other stuff was facebook messenger doing so facebook messenger is going to merge with instagram and also whatsapp so they're gonna they're talking about having the ability to message and call people who are connected to you on instagram and whatsapp so you don't have to kind of remember where you had you last had a conversation with that person on whether it's whatsapp or ig dms or whichever you can just call or message them from that app facebook messenger and they're actually creating a desktop app for both windows and mac so it's going to be everywhere and then obviously the, the app on your phone or your ipad or your laptop or whatever your your apple watch or whichever that's going to be there so i think that's going to be a game changer what's the point what's even the point of phone numbers anymore and then what's the, what's going to be the point of telecoms companies like you're paying line rental for what exactly soon we won't even be dialing numbers i don't even think i don't even think we're going to have a need for phone numbers eventually i don't know what are your thoughts don't forget if you want to get involved or chime in in the conversation use the hashtag redesign pod on twitter so what else um yeah, I mean, I think it looks really good. And now they're claiming that um, there's going to be new interaction features such as watch parties or stuff like that. You can like watch a piece of content with like four of your friends or like have a watch party. So you're on video call, but you're all watching that you're all watching the same video at the same time. So it's kind of like having a digital living room where you're all you're not in the room together but you're virtually watching the same thing together and commenting and conversing over i don't know it seems a little bit extra to me i don't know how it's going to work um it's on the video if you go to the keynote video i'm going to leave a link in the description where you can actually watch the whole summit um yeah interesting don't know if i'll be doing that but yeah um i could i guess i can imagine doing this like watching something like red table talk or your favorite podcast you know, especially those lit conversations where it's just funny, like um, something like a Three Shots of Tequila or 90s Baby Show, whichever. But yeah, um, what else? Facebook dating. You'll come to Facebook not just to connect with people you already know, but also to find people you might want to know. Maybe even the one. With Facebook dating, you can find matches based on things you have in common, like your shared groups and events. Your dating profile is separate from your main profile, and your activity there is only visible to other people who have opted in. And I'm excited to announce that today we're expanding dating to 14 more countries, with the US coming up later this year. We're also introducing something called Secret Crush. 
secret crush lets you create a private list of friends that you might be interested in. And if your friend also puts you on their list, you'll match. If not, no problem, c'est la vie. <laughs> no one will know who's on your list or even that you've opted into Facebook dating. So this is going to be a separate app to Facebook. Well, I think it's going to be in the same app, but they said that it's going to be a different profile. So you won't have the same profile. It's not going to be your friends and family can't see your dating profile, if that makes sense. So that's going to be separate. Um, and they've got this thing, this clever little feature called Secret Crush. So you can kind of select someone that you have a crush on, um, but it won't tell them. It will only tell them if they select you as a secret crush. So if you are both mutually selected, then it will alert both of you and say, oh, you've got, this is your secret crush or whatever. And then you can message each other or whatever. I don't know. Good for all the, all the single people out there. Because I don't know. Tinder, I think you lot, you lot are finished, you know. Facebook are literally coming for everyone's necks. Why can't they just relax, man? Um, so another li- neat little feature, um, meet new friends. So to help more people find more connections to the people around them, we've created Meet New Friends. You can find people within shared communities like your school, your workplace, or your city. Like with Facebook dating, privacy and safety are built in. Meet New Friends is opt-in and your activities there is only visible to other people who have opted in. So this obviously does exactly what it says on the tin, is to enable you to actually meet or make new friends. Um, I think it's a great idea. I know other apps have tried, but they come across very, very neaky. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how how well Facebook can execute. They're, Facebook are very good at executing things. They're very good at executing new ideas. So it'll be interesting to see how this actually pans out. So yeah, Facebook, they are definitely going on with some interesting new ideas that might make them more relevant in 2020 um what else whatsapp whatsapp are creating ways to become not only the number one messaging app but also the number one messaging app for business use uh, for business owners so what they're gonna do what they plan to do is actually make it as easy for you to send money to somebody as it is to send a picture on whatsapp so they're gonna be they're gonna be creating the feature where you can literally ping money to people through whatsapp messenger and also that's not that doesn't even mean you have to be a business user that's for everyone but for business units what they're going to start rolling out is catalogs so you can actually have your inventory listed in your whatsapp profile so people can actually go through all your products and services and look at pictures and look at prices etc and actually order directly from whatsapp they're going to be able to make payments to your business through whatsapp If you live somewhere where WhatsApp is popular, you know people are constantly messaging businesses on WhatsApp. So we're making that easier. We now have more powerful tools so people and businesses can communicate. And we're excited to announce that soon we're rolling out a business product catalog to this business app. We're learning a lot from our tests in India, where a million people have been able to send and receive money. And we're planning to bring payments to other countries soon. Could this be a final nail in the coffin for websites? Think about it. Small business owners don't 
necessarily in the future have to be investing large amounts of money into you know website design paying web developers thousands of pounds for like e-commerce websites and payment processes think about how much of a game changer this could be potentially um especially for small creators and small um you know people who have a side hustle or whichever it's going to create a lot of of opportunities it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out um let's move on to instagram so instagram are i've mentioned before they're they're rolling out the checkout feature um they're going to put the shopping channel within the explore feed so they're going to have a lot more emphasis on shopping and becoming a an e-commerce platform as well so again listen they're coming for shopify's neck this is crazy you're going to be able to sell merch from instagram do you know how crazy that is so anyone with an idea this is gonna this is gonna inspire a lot of young people so if you're like 14 and you have an idea for t-shirts and whatnot and you can build a profile you can sell them from there so much opportunity but yeah you're gonna be able to buy directly from creators so that's one of the new features on there and also what they described was like let's say for example if you're wearing an outfit and you then tag the jeans that you're wearing or the trainers that you're wearing you can actually link to a direct checkout um button so they don't even have they don't even have to leave instagram they can buy that item directly and check out my question is are how are the creators or the the people who's the people who are posting this stuff how are they going to get paid is it going to be an affiliate deal what is it because we can't just be sending free traffic to you know to adidas or or asos we can't be doing that you know hopefully it will be your own affiliate link i don't know how they're going to implement it but yeah they better be paying people for that because that would be very unfair if people just driving traffic to these large businesses for like for nothing doesn't make sense i also heard a rumor about de-emphasizing the follower account so last week we were talking about hiding likes so they're definitely testing that in canada at the moment but also i saw something about de-emphasizing the follower account I mean, we still should be able to see how many followers someone's got or, or not. Maybe that's taken it a little bit too far. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Let me know on the hashtag RedesignPod. Let me know your thoughts on that. Do you think they should bother hiding how many followers you've got? Kind of like Snapchat. With Snapchat, you can't tell how many followers someone's got on Snapchat. Should they bring that to Instagram? Let me know your thoughts. I mean, if you think about it, we don't see the follower account of TV shows. When we watch TV, we just we just watch what we like you know you can't see figures on viewership or how big an audience is for a particular tv channel we just watch what we watch it'll be interesting to see if and when if they implement it how it would affect the social media landscape if we don't actually see these vanity metrics up front um yeah it'd be interesting here's another thing this is a key thing for me i think it's very i think it's very good so instagram in their words want to lead the fight against online bullying they plan to do this by implementing features such as comment filters and also nudges which are kind of like pop-ups so if a user tries to leave a certain comment you'll see a pop-up on the screen saying mate are you sure you want to say this are you sure you want to leave this comment that's not very nice yeah <laughs> so you're going to get these cop these comment filters that prevent people from leaving nasty comments on your page which is i think is amazing because bullying is a serious problem 
online um especially for you know teenagers and stuff like that also they're testing something called an away mode so you don't have to completely deactivate your account you can just like use the away mode so you can kind of ghost and not receive any comments or messages for a period of time especially during a vulnerable period if you don't want to you know if you're vulnerable um so that's a good feature that they're trying to roll out as well also donations you can donate directly to a non-profit through the app so they're kind of getting rid of a lot of middlemen this is what this is what facebook and instagram are doing they're deleting a lot of middlemen so you're going to be able to shop you're going to be able to network with people make new friends um they're implementing dating features um payment processing so you can send money to friends and family um yeah it's it's very interesting what they're doing at the moment what else what else what else um and they're also implementing a new creator mode so they're changing up the way the camera works and you can actually post content without without actually taking pictures or uploading videos that would be interesting to see they're, they're going to be rolling that out slowly and what else two more things spark ar which is like a development tool for augmented reality i don't think i've explained what augmented reality is on this podcast yet but basically you know if you're on instagram stories or snapchat and you use a filter and you've got like let's say for example a mask comes over your face and you've got dog ears that's basically augmented reality so it just places something that's not real on top of something that is real that's what it is so they've opened this up as an app so people can create their own filters and stuff like that if you're a creative or and you you're kind of technical and you know how to do all that stuff then there's some opportunity for you to get into that side of things as well which is a which is definitely a growing market um and finally the oculus it's their own virtual reality it's their own virtual reality and gaming headset um i've had a look at it definitely gonna do more research on it so you can watch tv on it you can play games on their very immersive environment I don't know about virtual reality, you know. It just seems a bit cumbersome. It just looks a bit weird. I don't know. I'm probably gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try it for myself to actually see whether I like it or not. Um, are we really there yet to be using virtual reality? I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like one more useless gadget. But that's just my my opinion. I'm gonna have to try it first to find out. Facebook are really coming for everyone, you know. They're coming for Tinder. They're coming for other dating apps. Meetup.com with all their like. Uh, group and local community stuff they're coming for shopify stripe all the payment processes they're slowly and very very slyly eliminating the need for websites amongst uh, micro enterprises especially creators and small entrepreneurs i don't know will it create a new economy we shall see makes you it makes me wonder like what kind of creative ways will people actually find to make opportunities for themselves be interested to see what happens and uh, will this be enough to bring facebook out of obscurity as i mentioned before a lot of people have deactivated their facebook accounts no one really i can't say no one really talks about facebook anymore but it's just i don't know i think it's very slept on i think it's very slept on and it's been, it's definitely been aging so this will definitely shake things up a bit um yeah could it be a final nail in the coffin for websites that's another thing could it be when Instagram rolls out all the checkout features and you literally can shop 
from Instagram. So you're discovering new things that you're interested in. Um, if they do that, I don't know. It'd be very interesting. What do we need a website for? And the funny thing is we spoke about this. Um, I think it was ep- episode five where I spoke to Emmanuel from Happy to Host. We talked about the relevancy of websites in the digital in the digital environment we're more focused on social media than anything we don't read blogs as much we spend a lot of time on the social media apps rather than actually reading blogs and visiting full-fledged websites so yeah be interested to find your thoughts on this as well if you want to get involved in the conversation don't forget use the hashtag redesign pod you can tweet me at andrew underscore cbx and if you want to drop me an email, if you've got something really long to say, you can drop me an email, redesignpod at mail.com. So that is it for this week. We'll be back next Monday for more fun and games. Take care and bye for now. Redesigned.